welcome to episode 4-0 of Game On, the best video game podcast ever. I'm your host, Paul Fruin, with me as always, the man behind the People versus Todd Cooper, Mr. Todd Cooper. Mm, I Weirdly, I'm representing both sides. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I object. Sustained. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to win. Yeah, I think you got a good chance. Mm. I'll uh, put some money down. And nice. On both sides. Oh, that's the way. That's the way I always do it. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's what I do on horse bets. <laughs> I put a little bit on everybody. <laughs> At every horse race, I put money on every horse. <laughs> and I feel like I never lose. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way. It's it's a really smart strategy that uh, not a lot of people are on board with. <laughs> they will. They'll yeah. They'll 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 learn. They'll yeah. soon learn. Those sons when of bitches. I've got my Billions of dollars. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> so how's the week been this week? Uh, uh, unconscionably warm. Mm. Um, very little gaming done. Uh, I played some. I played some Hyperlite Drift, Drifter um, yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, while I was, because it was uh, it was my mom's birthday yesterday, so they came into the city. And uh, she and my dad had a hotel room, so we went, we all went to like uh, uh, breakfast, and then they all went walking around the city. And I thought, no, fuck that! I'm going to stay in their hotel room, uh, crank the um, the air conditioning up to about eighteen degrees, and just sit there and play games. Nice. Yeah. Happy birthday, mom. Oh, I feel like uh, she would have appreciated that. Yeah, she uh, she was like, "Oh, you you playing some Hyperlight Drifter? Sick one! Love the pixel art. <laughs> Rock them chip tune orchestra tunes, yeah, man." I'm like, "Yeah, mum, cool." Yeah, and then just high fives all around. Yeah, and then she, yeah, she walked out. She skydived out of the hotel room. <laughs> it was awesome. Typical Mrs. Cooper. Yeah, always, <laughs> always doing that. Always skydiving out of hotel rooms. <laughs> Um, um, I did play some uh, Elder Scrolls Online um, earlier in the week. Oh yeah, uh, as well. But I uh, finally got around to the reason that I bought Elder Scrolls on- Online, mm. which is the Dark Brotherhood. Um, which is is fun so far. Like finding the Dark Brotherhood, finding someone to murder, <laughs> and then um, getting yeah. like getting the. Uh, the notice that you've been accepted into the Dark Brotherhood, but first mission in, uh, you have to go and kill a dude um, and use some tunnels to uh, you know to get into into his into his um, like little compound and not be seen, and that requires lock picking. And lock picking in Elder Scrolls Online is bullshit. Uh, it's it's just the worst system I've ever seen. It, it they they kind of went back to the old Oblivion way, which was uh, it's kind of hard to like describe. You basically have like the side view of a lock with all the tumblers, and you have to use a, a lock pick to press them all in um, at, in the right order, and and have them stay in like down so that you can have enough tension on to turn the lock and pick it um, which is just the worst way to do things uh, I don't know why they, they stopped using the, the, the way that they did it in, in Skyrim which was just you know 
you put you have the the front of the lock and you kind of you turn it and you get a you get feedback in your um in your gamepad that tells you where the tension is and if you're closer to to breaking it or not yeah um which was a great way but this and it doesn't help that they've they've added a time limit so i have like 16 seconds to to do this impossible task um well i say impossible it's clearly not impossible because I was sitting there breaking lockpick after lockpick, seeing the door open and close for other people that were just like <laughs> starting out on the quest. Yeah, like this sucks. What? Uh, how can they put a time limit on it? I don't know. I really, I have no clue why the time limit uh, exists. Um, it's not like it's a bomb. No, and it's like 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 if you're gonna get caught, you're going to get caught when a guard walks past or when someone sees you. Like, 16 seconds is a weirdly arbitrary like time limit to put on, on something that you should be able to take as long as you need for. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. but So yeah, I think I went through about 36 lockpicks and still haven't gotten that motherfucker open. Um, and this is, this is me playing a dark elf that I've like spec for maximum dexterity, so he should be like super good at lock picking and stealth stuff. Mm. But uh, it didn't work out that way. But anyway, won't be going back to that again. So that's the uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. 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 Um, also bought Rocket League. Awesome. Yeah. Actually, I did see you playing that. Mm. Thoughts? I really like it. I've only played a couple of games. I've played um. A uh, couple online with um, one or two people and some bots. Yep. Um, man, it's uh, weird that they've given the bots the ability to uh, make own goals. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, uh, <laughs> well, since Kevin Bryan can both do it, so that I suppose they, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it makes sense. <laughs> when we use the word artificial intelligence, it doesn't apply to those two guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the emphasis is on artificial much <laughs> yeah. more than intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I really, really like it. Like, I like the way you get to make your own cars. Mm. Um, Did you buy the um, Bat, uh, Batmobile and the... Yeah. Back to the Future car? Yeah, the DeLorean and the... Yeah. The Batmobile actually looks really cool. Yeah, it's from uh, the Batman vs. Superman one, I think. Mm. Yeah, it, it does look cool on the... On the pitch. <laughs> yeah, um, I I really liked like the the whole unlocking new sort of um, new items to put on the on the front of your car and new uh, flame sort of bursts and stuff mm. like that. Uh, I'm I'm super enjoying it, which is weird because I don't enjoy sports or cars. Mm. And this is a combination of the two. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I don't I don't play FIFA or anything like that, but. I mean, have you played the Rumble mode as well? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that, to me, is the... Like, when the, when Rocket League first came out, like, I did see the, um... Uh, like, the, uh... Appeal of it. Like, mm. it was a cool soccer game sort of yep. thing. You add Rumble mode into it, and it just takes it to an entirely new level. It's yeah. It's just amazing. Oh, it's, it's so much fun. And playing online with, uh with another person is like because I, I did some practice rounds with bots because I'm like oh I'm probably going to be useless at this and mm. you know I was I was maybe one rank above useless 
but um, it's it's adding like another actual human intelligence in there. Mm. It it changes the game up completely. Mm. Um, it's a, it's so much fun. Yeah, amazing they gave it away for free. Mm. Idiots! <laughs> I, so I think, stupid. I think they'll yeah. ever be doing that again. No, I think I think they've learned. <laughs> yeah, like oh, people like our game. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to make them pay for this. So the other thing was it was a sequel. Uh, yeah, yeah, they've um, they've got a couple of because I bought the the gold pack or whatever it was. Ah, uh, yep. That had the um, the cars, the legacy cars in there yep. from oh god, whatever it was, Little Jimmy and the Crazy Car Sports Day or something. Um, whatever the the first game happened to be called, probably Battle Cars. Yeah. I think it was actually called Battle Cars. I think it was something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, not Little Jimmy and the Crazy Car Sports Day. <laughs> but that would have been awesome. Which, I, I, I now that I think of it, that was my favourite little golden book. That, that, <laughs> that would be the... Uh, I think that will be the, the third one in the trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Battle Cars. Battle Cars 2. Rocket two. League. And yeah, then Rocket League. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, it's, a, it's the nat- natural progression. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you think about it. Yeah. We, it was pretty obvious. It's like the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in this in this uh like Rocket League the um the, it is the end of the world and you're actually battling um artificial intelligence on a, on a pub crawl. Um, yeah. On a pub, yeah, you're drinking you it's a drink driving game. Yeah, yeah. Um a lot of people yeah. are going to die. Yeah. But we all saw this coming. We all signed on. You asked for it, world. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, anything else? Or? I think that's all that I've been playing. Right. I've um, I've sort of crammed in a bit of gaming. Oh, shit. The last day or so. <laughs> um, played some more Rare's Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, still frightening as fuck. Mm. Um just uh it's it's sort of transformed into the more the what I expect a Resident Evil game to be like where it's a bit of backtracking collect the keys go open these doors that are weirdly got weird weird symbols on them <laughs> collect items uh to unlock weird other items um yeah, that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah. It's but it's still it's it's still got that really, it's still got that creep factor. Mm. I've been watching some some stuff for um, Resident Evil Seven because mm. um, I I will never play that game, mm. but it does look very interesting and and very well like made graphically. Yeah. The, so any any gory or scary stuff I can imagine would be yeah just horrible. Yeah, and it's it's just uh, that 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 part of it is not to me doesn't feel like a Resident Evil game. That as I said, I think I've said it makes me feel it makes it feel more like a Silent Hill game. Yeah, and that's the um, that's the the part that I think is uh, um, 
different like that, that that sort of steps, steps sets it apart from the other Resident Evil games say like Resident Evil 4 5 and 6 where it was a bit more of an action type of game um, this still feels like they saw that PT that trailer that Kojima did yeah I'm like let's turn that into a full game but still have that Resident Evil element of it and that's um, and that's how it sort of feels it's just, it's just you're in that you're in this house, and I think you're just trying to escape. Essentially, is the core part of the game, um, because you're originally going there to find your girlfriend, mm. uh, but that's turned to shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's it's still it's I'm still really enjoying it. It's just um, you, you can see you can see the game part coming out of it, out okay. of it now. Yeah. Uh, also. I think I mentioned last week I picked up Steep. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I'm still getting used to it a little bit. Um, it's still in that tutorial mode where it's find all these drop points sort of thing. Okay. Um, but uh, graphic graphically-wise, it's it's really cool. Mm. I really, it, uh, I knew going into it, it's, it's, you know, this is an SSX tricky. You know, that's still my best, my favourite snowboarding game of mm. all time. Um, but just because of the insane jumping and and obviously just you know just the way that that game was, it was perfect. Yeah. This um. This is this is more realistic, so it's um, it's still got some cool cool elements to it, but it's just I'm still just yeah getting used to that. But so for, yeah, graphically it looks it looks awesome, and mm. it's got the ability to switch between snowboarding, skiing. The, like the wingsuit. Yeah, the wingsuit stuff does look really cool. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that on Lad Bible, I think it is, where mm. <laughs> people are just going through, you know, these crevices, and it's like mm. they should be dead. Yeah, definitely. But, but they're not. Um, <laughs> I did see one where they um they wingsuited, like they sort of got dropped off on the top of a mountain and it's like just started wingsuiting down because mm. there's a, a little church or something with a bell. Um, in its steeple. Oh, yeah. And if you head, like, wingsuit down and headbutt the bell, there's an achievement attached to that. Okay. Yeah, all right, cool. Which looked like a lot of fun. Mm. Um, yeah. No, yeah. It, it does look, like, super nice. Mm, yeah. So I'm still in the filling out process of that one. That's, mm. that's one I'll just jump into every now and then. Like, mm. a, it's not like a, a Resident Evil type game where I'm sticking to a story or anything. Yeah. Um, also played a game of Overwatch last night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was cool. I think I don't know the characters at all though. So I think I need to, might need to watch almost a YouTube video or something on, mm. on the different characters because it, it came up to the point where it was like, he'd pick a character. I'm like, well, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Who's who and who does what? And, th- and this is just before, like, I'm in a lobby and I'm mm. being asked to pick the character. I'm like, fuck. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I think I'll just have. I'll just have to probably explore that one a little bit yeah. more. It was. Uh, it was. It, uh, gameplay-wise, though, it seemed pretty cool. A few elements that I don't understand uh, there, which is uh, you know holding L1 to sort of zoom in, like through the sights. Mm. That that feature wasn't there. Oh really? 
Yeah, um, maybe it was just the character I had, but yeah, just... It who, seemed, who were you playing as? I played as the same guy who was in the training, so it was the Soldier 76, I Oh, think. okay, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so I went, I went to the, I did, I went to go to Zoom and he doesn't Zoom, I'm like, well, fuck, like, that just mm. seems weird. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, it, it, it played, it played fine, um, it was just a capture the sites sort of you know oh, yeah. territories territories type of uh, gameplay mm-hmm. and just best of three but um played played fine i think mean, like the, the graphics on it are pretty cool like how it's very uh, it's very colorful um yeah. which is which is cool mm. uh and then i played also a game called the bunker which is a full motion video game um and from the trailer, it's uh, uh, it sort of plays it as a horror game where you're in a. Um, it feels like a 40s, 50s, 60s era. Nuclear bombs going off, and you're in a bunker. Um, something goes wrong, and it's yeah, it's just all turning to shit. Uh, so I started playing that, and it was just if. It, it, yeah, it was just sort of going through the motions a little bit, and then it started to happen. But then the the way to go around fixing things was a bit clunky, and um, and I've just I, I stopped playing it. And then for me to go back to play it, I'm like I just don't give a shit enough <laughs> to go back to it. Um, especially when I've got uh, you know 30 other fucking games that I haven't touched yet. <laughs> yeah. I um, I just thought oh, it. It didn't grab me enough to go, um, I want to go back to this. Mm. Uh, and I was thinking about it, it's, it's you know, it was, it's, it was probably definitely a character thing. Like the, you know, the, the character you were playing was very bland and just didn't have any personality, which I can probably get because he was living in a bunker, mm. uh, for most of his life, but... You know, that's that's the I think that's the part that has got to grab you into a game is, you know, an interesting character that you want to, you know, stand there side by side with. Yeah, you you gotta want them to stay alive. Mm. Mm. So I was thinking back to other games where I hadn't really because, you know, I don't know, I, it's not like an established IP or anything like that. And other mm. games where I hadn't, you know, the first time I played them, but I stuck with it. And I thought the first one I went back to was Walking Dead. Like mm. with Lee, I didn't really give a shit about Lee at the start of the game, but it was Clementine that you sort of wanted. To, that's she was the most interesting character out of that. Mm. Um, uh, there was another one I thought of. Uh, that Mass Effect in terms of Shepard. Oh yeah. Um, but I think he was a, a character as well that just sort of. Um, it was the people around him that sort of made made it interesting yeah yeah and he so was then, kind of a blank slate yeah yeah so that made me wonder well is it the other characters around him around you that that make it interesting but then I go back to the Silent Hill games and but they had an immediate <clears throat> the way they threw you into the story immediately was um was what made it interesting as well so like you know we talk we go back to Resident Evil 7 for a sec and mm. the character there you immediately know, like it gives you enough of a 
it's like the first sentence in a story. It's given you enough to sort of re make you read the second sentence. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, you've your girlfriend has gone missing, and you get a you, you presume she's dead, and then you get a letter from her later. Mm. You know, so there's that there's that you know element of all oh, I want to see what how that plays out. Yeah. Um, with this one, it just you didn't get nothing at the start. You just got that you you were with your mum in a bunker. Your mum dies, and and then it's just sort of going through the motions. Yeah. You know the shit shit went down, but it's like yeah, but what? So, so what? You know, like the. <laughs> they just it just didn't yeah it just didn't unfortunately didn't have it but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I have no incentive to make this better. Yeah. For this character, I don't care. Yeah, fucking die in the bunker. I, don't <laughs> I do Idiot. not care. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think that was pretty much all I played. Wow. Yeah, which it seems like a lot more than what I felt like it was. Um, <laughs> I did play some Rocket League and UFC with my brothers yesterday. Yep. Uh, that was that was pretty fun. Yeah, I got a message from Kev yesterday. Yeah. Um, asking if I was uh, gonna play Rocket League. I was like, I can't. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a that's a, you powered through that week. Mm. Yeah, it was, and that really most of that was yesterday and Friday night. Jesus. Yeah, and maybe a little bit of Sunday last week. So. Yeah. Oof. Cool. Well uh, any news on mm. your side? Some news. Um, been talking a lot this week with uh, people I work with um, about Destiny 2. Ah, uh, yeah. There's, so there's been a, a fair bit of scuttlebutt around on the internet for Destiny 2. Um, Activision kind of teasing it. Mm. Which is weird when um, it, Bungie was saying that Destiny should have been like a 10-year game. Mm. Oh, this thing's going to last for a decade. Yeah. Um, four years, I think. Not even halfway there. Mm. But, um, yeah, Destiny 2 is actually slated for a fall 2017 release. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, apparently the latest expansion wasn't that great. Um, but I haven't played it since The Taken King, I think it was called. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, I've still got it on my hard drive. It's, it's one I do want to go back, and I think I just want to erase my character and just start all over again. Mm. Uh, and I think that's that's probably what I'll do. See, with I that. think about doing that, and then like I I remember just how much of a grind it was to get to where I am now mm. in Destiny. I think um, I don't want to sit through that again. Yeah, because I will. I just I, I won't play it like a. I'll, I'll I'll do a mission at a time sort of thing. Mm. That's how I I kind of played it before. Yeah. Um. Because, yeah, so, yeah, I know what you mean. It was essentially just get from here to here and just kill everybody in the middle. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think because they, they have done a lot of improvements, apparently, to it. Mm. But, yeah, I've just... Because yeah, I've got no fucking clue what's happened in Destiny. Like, I, I, there was a point where I just played it with the sound down and I just listened to podcasts, so... <laughs> um, <laughs> Take that, writers. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> so, um, we'll yeah, see. like I, I for the for the life of me, I cannot work out what's actually happening in Destiny. Like, mm. 
I've it's it's so insurmountable. Like like I get that I'm a guardian, and I've been asleep or dead or something for a million years or something like that. Mm. But the rest of it is just like it's impossible. I'm like I don't know what the fuck is happening, and it seems to have this insanely rich lore behind it. Mm. But it's 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 you you can't like get in there. The fact that you have to go to a different like you have to go to something that's not in the game to to read the um the grimoire cards that you have, mm. which is I guess where you learn about stuff. Yeah, that's just that's bad game making. Mm. But um, I was yeah, just I, tr- I, trying to franchise out to other other mediums. Yeah, has anyone of... has there been like a like a Destiny novel or something? Because there's, there's like Halo there novels. Yeah, I feel like there has been. Hmm. Yeah. There would be some nerds out there that have written it. Because, like I said, it it has a really sort of, um, I, I guess, well-developed background. But just actually sort of finding out what the fuck that is yeah. seems to yeah. be an impossible task. Hmm. Um... They do. The, they did the same thing with like the Dark Souls games. I think they kind of made it like the lore is all there and and the the backstory is is all there, but it's in such a bizarre like sort of weird chunks that it's it's almost impossible to put it together. Mm. Um, I think that's kind of what they did with Destiny, but it just makes the game basically unplayable. Yeah, like when you when you approach it from that that angle which is kind of how I was approaching it like I want to know more about this world yeah and it's just oh I'm gonna be sort of killing the same seven dudes over and over again for the next four hours Mm. sick thanks yeah um uh but yeah in other news um there's been a, a Castlevania series on Netflix has been announced yeah I saw that yeah which seems insanely cool yeah um, the, and then you add to the fact that um, it's it's being made by Fred Rater, which is the people who did Adventure Time. Ah, uh, yeah, awesome. And um, there's there's some um, uh, talk of Adi Sh- Adi Shankar, I think his name is, who's the guy who did um, the uh, a couple of things, but the last thing he did was the Power Rangers short film with um, Dawson in it. Yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about. Um, which was really cool. It was, like, super dark and um, a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Warren Ellis apparently has penned the script. Um, and Warren Ellis is... He wrote Hellblazer, which is what Constantine was based on. Which is an uh, yeah. absolutely fantastic um, comic series, graphic novel series, that uh, that deals a lot with, like the powers of hell and magic and, you know, demons and stuff like that. Um, so if he's actually on board, it's going to be fucking fantastic. So I'm looking forward to that. And that's coming out um, this year as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. So that, that'd, it's, that'd be nice. It's been nice since we've had a, a decent Castlevania anything, really. Have they done um, a TV show or movie on Castlevania before? 
I don't think so. I think there might have been like a, a short, an animated short or something. Yeah. But um. Uh yeah, there's not not really a a, a wealth of out of video game sort of um, tie-ins mm. in that one. But yeah, apparently it's going to um, follow the exploits of the Belmont family. Okay. Um, is, live, a, is it live action or animated? Well, I th- I've, I've read that it's animated um, in one place, but then no one else sort of says um, whether it's going to be animated or, or, or live action. Mm. But I think because Frederator's in it, is doing it, I think they're primarily an animated sort of um, producer. Yeah, because they do have Netflix animated uh, originals, I mm. guess is what you call it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, that gives it a little bit more sort of um, a little bit more leeway, and not so much money that you have to spend on special effects for live action stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that I think that'd be the best probably way to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. Also read that E3 is selling tickets to the public this year. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that's just in an effort to stay relevant in um, in like with so many other conventions that are just so much like better organized and mm-hmm. like people friendly. Um, I'm basically thinking of PAX. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it seems like this is a a real sort of attempt to um, to stay relevant. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you've got to you've now got to contest with um, Donald Trump's next uh, next sort of executive orders that he's going to put out. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think I'd be willing to travel to to the US just for E3 maybe nah. a couple of years ago yeah I don't feel like I'll be going for at least four years yeah. potentially eight depending on how that goes yeah depending on how things go maybe never if he just sort of declares himself king yeah 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 um, but even yeah. even even without Trump's involvement I think E3 has been on a downslide for a few years yeah I think it feels like more and more publishers are not going mm. I think it's the if you do think that whole gaming, I guess, expo is is becoming a saturated type of market, mm. where you know you got PlayStation experience, you've got um, you know EG, what is it, the Euro Euro Gamer, Euro Gamer um, Japanese Tokyo Game Show still is the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then yeah, yeah you got you got the Paxes and mm. yeah. Of which I think there's six now. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, it's it's an it's an oversaturated market. Yeah. And it's sad that I think because E3 was always the big one and had this had had that sort of myth behind it. Yeah, it was always an aura. I always, but I, that was the one I always wanted to go to was E3. Mm. Um. Uh, never got there, but you know. Um, but then <laughs> I, I, you t- you talk to any gaming journalist, mm. and they hate. E3. Yeah, it seems like such a slog. Uh, it is, yeah, it is, because you're going from interview to interview. Uh, you're booked solid the whole time. You're lucky to get free time uh, to talk to, like, to, to actually, you know, enjoy it. Mm. Um, so, 
but I still would have gone. <laughs> just, just yeah. to, I think just to be part of that, you know, just see the lights, essentially. So. Yeah, but yeah, basically just to just to say that you've been. Yeah, yeah. Just just once, I'm, yeah. I made it. I made it to gaming mecca just once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, I made it to gaming heaven. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's kind of sad, but you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. So, oh, just speaking of Trump as well, like seventy companies, seventy like technology companies, have um have signed a petition with the um, U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals um, in support of a lawsuit that claims that uh, his executive orders are unconstitutional. So, like, like companies like um, uh, Unity, Microsoft, Apple, Facebook, like, uh, huge, huge names in, mm. like, tech industry. Um, I think it was 97 companies in all have joined the... Um, the anti-Trump, or at least anti, you know, executive order bandwagon. Yeah. Which is uh, very cool to see. Yeah, that's um, not surprising from them. Mm. So I think there was someone said that, uh, who was it going to be? Maybe Intel, maybe, or Hewlett Packard, or someone is... um, uh, is opening up her own factory in the US. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because um, that's what he keeps claiming is people, all these big companies are returning to the US to create factories and create jobs. And Yeah. He's taking credit for all this. And <laughs> I think they're just foreseeing that it's going to end up being cheap mm. because... Uh, because he's just gonna he's just gonna destroy the financials yeah, of, of America. They're just getting be, in early. Yeah, it's gonna be much easier and, and cheaper um to provide, you know, stuff for America when you're in America when everyone else is closed off trading with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um not kind of cutting off your nose to spite your face, but yeah. you know, it might work. Yeah, it's a bold move. Yeah, let's see if it plays out. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, Unity Technologies has actually said that um, any of their employees who make donations to um, to like sort of pro people um, unions, like the American Civil Liberties Union, um, any employee who donates any amount up to a thousand dollars, Unity will actually match that donation. Oh yeah. Um effectively doubling the donations. So that's uh that's really cool. Like the in in sort of protest of the uh the Muslim ban mm. which is apparently not what it is even though that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um yeah. So that was a a bit of you know bright news coming off some dark news. Mm. Um but yeah, also, um, Starbreeze is going to publish Psychonauts 2. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, I mean, I, I read a couple of articles on this, and everyone's like, hey guys, Starbreeze is going to do this, like, Double Fine's got, you know, some more backing. Remember, Starbreeze did, like, a, a bunch of cool games. I'm like, they also did Deadpool, which was just trash. <laughs> um... 
And it's but like yeah, apparently ten bucks on. Uh, I think it's like ten bucks all the time on. <laughs> yeah, the I PlayStation would, Store. If that game is ever more than ten dollars, um, <laughs> then that is that is a crime against humanity. Um, but yeah, like uh, uh, Double Fine has, has specified that Starbreeze um, has pledged eight million dollars um, for investment that covers both distribution and development. Hmm. Um, that's not not bad, seeing as though it started Psychonauts two started out as a Kickstarter. Um, oh really? Yeah, I think I do remember it being a Kickstarter. Yeah, so raising eight million from a an actual developer, um, or publisher. Mm. Pretty pretty decent. How much did they get from the public? Um, I don't know. I think it got. I'm not actually sure. D- not eight million. No. I, d- I would I would doubt very highly that they got eight million. I'm but surprised they, they went be... back to Kickstarter for. Huh? I'm surprised they went back to Kickstarter for. Because um... they did that with Broken Age, didn't they? Yeah, Broken Age was Kickstarted. Um, I remember the guys from the who did the Tex Murphy game. Because mm. that, that that was Kickstarted, and uh, you know they were saying, "Oh, when you." I remember the community sort of asking, well, when are you doing the next one? Is it going to be a Kickstarter for that? And for them, it was, well, that's well, not really what Kickstarter is for. It's sort of to get you create something, see how it goes, and then you should be able to hopefully make yeah, enough make money off that yourself. to make, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's literally a Kickstarter. Mm. It's not yeah. a, a Kickstarter and then you stall and then go back to Kickstarting. Yeah, it's not a. It's not how you make the game. Yeah. Okay, so the Psychonauts two original, like it wasn't on Kickstarter, it was on Fig, which I've never heard of, but um, yeah, it raised um, three million eight hundred twenty nine thousand and twenty four dollars. How much? Sorry, it was three. Three million. Wow, I'm okay, not so good with got... numbers, so I might be getting this wrong. Yeah. So three eight two nine zero two four. All right. Okay. So yeah, they. So they basically got 11 mil mm. to yeah, make a game that's not... You, you won't get 11 million's worth of value. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's... it's This is gross. Mm. And, um, I'm I'm a little bit sick of Tim Schafer. Like, just, just doing whatever he wants and, and having free roam with um, other people's money. I'll take that to a new level and say... I, Actually, think he's overrated. Oh shit, son! <laughs> yeah, I um, like, let's let's break that down. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's explore that. Uh, <laughs> what what's so good about Psychonauts? You didn't like Psychonauts, did you? No, no. I I, I just didn't get it. I didn't mind it, but it was not well made. Mm. Um. Like the camera was the, there was like multiple enemies in that in that game, but mm. the camera and platforming was like one of the biggest and mm. hardest to beat. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I I can't think of of anything very good to say about it other than the fact that it's it has a, uh, a an original idea. Yeah, I'll give it that. So was um, No Man's Sky. Mm. That's <laughs> that's an excellent point. <laughs> What uh, what was so good? What was so? If we reflect on his last couple of games, so we've got um, 
yeah, the broken broken age, which I don't think did critically well. No. Uh, and that hasn't and it been. Seen, it seemed kind of boring. Yeah, because you played that, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't finish it because I, I just got bored with it. Mm. Um, and if, if we reflect the previous game before that, if, correct me if I'm wrong, was Brutal Legend. Um. Oh, I think. So. Oh no, he did. Um, he did the cave as well. Which was that was... him? No, I don't think that was him. That was uh, that was the other guy who did Monkey Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there was. He, I think he published. I think. I think Double Fine published it. But I don't think he he had anything to do with creating it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I've got, I've got a list of the stuff that he worked on here. And yeah. as designer and writer, yeah, the last thing he worked on was oh no, sorry, it was Costume Quest. Yeah. Which um, not a great thing to go out on. Yeah. No, that's um, that'll be that'll be remembered. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'd say a brutal legend, which was a hunk of shit. Mm. Um. And yeah. Broken Age, and so, and if, if you think back before that, what what would you consider his last good game? And I'd be saying probably Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Monkey Island is the is the, was the golden age, but and yeah. yeah, looking at this list, it's um, there's a lot of people like I liked Grim Fandango. I haven't. I, and to be fair, I haven't. Uh, I haven't played through that. Mm. Um, so I guess I'll. I'll hold off on that okay. one. <laughs> uh, it was. It was good, but it was that like. Uh, it 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 was a lot of sty- a lot of style, but um, a little a little substance. So there was Grim Fandango going working backwards. There was Brutal Legend, Psychonauts, Star Wars Episode One Racer, Grim Fandango, Curse of Monkey Island, Star Wars Shadow of the Empire, Full Throttle, Day of the Tentacle, Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge, uh, The Secret of Monkey Island, Maniac Mansion, um, and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade action game. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot more black marks on that, on that list than there are sort of you know, golden stars. Yeah. Um, so I stand by my comment. No, I think I think <laughs> you've you've definitely proved your point. Yeah, as yeah, it just doesn't. I don't see. I know. I've, I've, I've you know. I kind of feel like the uh, it's, his shine is starting to you know disappear a little bit. Because mm. remember, I mean, I suppose not for three million people <laughs> who fucking. Putting money for that uh, for Psychonauts too. Yeah, but uh, to then, but then to go on that, I, I guess that it was a what they call a, a cult favorite. I guess so. There's yeah, there's definitely people who are who, who want who want it. Mm. Um, yeah, there was of the like the the backers for that uh, Psychonauts two campaign. There was uh, twenty four thousand one hundred nine. So, I don't know how much that would that would break down to, but I'm guessing it got uh, 
it got a lot of people sort of giving a large amount mm. to get to three million. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's really hardcore fans yeah. with a, a bit of money who've Deep wanted pockets. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the long and short of it. I don't. I don't think we were we were ever going to be sort of excited for Psychonauts too. No. But yeah, now um, now Tim Schafer's just got a, just a fuck ton of money to play around with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's mm. that news. Yeah. Um. Uh, I did see uh, whoever the head of Activision saying uh, Call of Duty is going to return to its roots. Oh. This. 20, for 2017, the latest one didn't really hit expectations. Was that the one with Jon Snow in it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't play through the story. Okay. Uh, but it's the space. It was a space one. Yeah, basically. I think that's the one with Jon Snow in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coming back to its roots, so kind of like Battlefield 1, maybe? Mm. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just seems like it's, you know, that's what they're planning on doing so mm. so it's it's going to be World War 1 is that uh, no no I just I, they, they're just saying back to the, back to their roots which yeah I'm just I, I reckon it'll be a, a World War 2 World War 2 game mm. okay yeah because there hasn't been enough of those no no it's, it's been um, it's been a good few years I think since mm. one but unless you count the Sniper Elite games yeah, who've um, they've uh, they've sort of kept on the Hitler bandwagon. Yeah, you know, they 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 really like that whole uh, sniping Germans thing. Yeah, yeah. in the balls. Um, <laughs> I do like seeing those very overly detailed um, like cross cuts hmm. of of a human being shot in in the testicles. Yeah, from a very long way away. They've got a new one out uh, next week, I think. Mm. Um, but it's set in Italy. Which oh, nice. I don't know if Hitler's vacationing or... <laughs> Sniper Elite 4. Hitler's <laughs> staycation. <laughs> yeah, staycation, yes. <laughs> nice. Cool. Uh, any other news? Um, just a couple more things. Um, apparently, according to the developer of um, Binding of, of Isaac. The Switch is actually a little bit more indie developer friendly mm. than any of Nintendo's past consoles. Um, so that that's saying something because Nintendo have basically been an extraordinarily insular um, developer and publisher mm. for the for its almost its entire life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now apparently the it's they've made it a little bit easier to to sort of um, make it easier to port things or or develop things directly for the Switch um, for indie indie developers. I guess that means indie developers that can actually afford their developing kit. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that that sort of I grabbed that headline thinking that oh yes, the Switch is going to get some. Uh, Get some shit put on it here, yeah. But uh, it was actually, it was actually, you know, them saying that it might be, it might be good. We'll wait and see. 
If you look at the Wii, um, though, the Wii, Wii got smashed with a ton of shit. Mm. Um, like, just just really, you know, $20 games. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call them indie. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. there's a there's a weird sort of um, grey area there of what's a, what's a small studio game that's sort of, you know, just made to be sort of as a test or whatever and what's an actual indie developed game yeah I think it's it's based on how many hipsters you have in your staff <laughs> yeah most, are most of your staff you know baristas yeah, yeah. that and uh, with very thin goatees yeah um just talking about that like kind of crappy games I did see one on Steam um that was I think it was called Boobs and Blood or something like that. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um... Uh, no, it's called Bloody Boobs. Still um, sold. Yeah. And all of the... it's It's got a, a largely um, unpositive um, reception. But, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the blurb starts out, Imagine that you are a young, beautiful girl with a tasty body. Um, Imagine so, yeah. it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's bought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's I I I think I I doubt that we'll be seeing bloody boobs on the Switch, but you never know. Never know. It, Might you have know. a Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, let's get three million dollars for bloody boobs too. <laughs> yeah. Um, last piece of news that I found was a streamer beats Resident Evil Seven on the hardest difficulty. Um, doing a knife-only speedrun. Fuck. And um, I've, I haven't played it. I know you have. Um, I, I can only imagine how hard the hardest difficulty is. Yeah, because I've, I've, I mean, I've had to use my knife occasionally for... Because um, uh, I've run out of bullets, and it's mm. it's never never fun. Because it's, it's not... When, it, when, it, when you think knife, you're thinking a big motherfucking knife. Yeah, I was thinking like Bowie knife or yeah. like machete or something. No, this is more like a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's like a fold-out knife that's really fucking small mm. and yeah, not really helpful when it comes to the monsters. <laughs> so I'd be interested to see how many he avoided. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to find some actual footage of it. I've only just found it, um, like, just before we're recording this um, this morning. Mm. But uh, according to how long to beat, um, the like the public have said that it takes about seven to ten hours. Um, most people submitted times of around eight to nine hours to actually beat it. Um, this guy doing it in a knife-only run. Um, did it in less than four hours. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, I reckon he avoided a bunch. Yeah. A bunch. He probably just took on the bosses. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that will be interesting to watch. As someone mm. who who will never play this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll be interested to see this. Um, this sort of four-hour-long speed run. Mm. Um, yeah, that's basically all the news I had. Nice. Hmm. I don't think I had any anything else. Yeah, I just saw the cod. Oh, uh, sti- uh, not stick of truth. Fracture butthole's been delayed as oh. well, um, which is uh, 
the new South Park game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to try and bring it up now, what the new date is. So originally it was going to come out, I think, maybe, maybe end of March. Yep. Uh, we're just saying... We're now here shell sometime between April 2017 and March 2018. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, that's an interesting <laughs> range. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a very open window. Yeah. Um, mm. I also saw um, that Time Splitters is coming back. What? Yeah, uh, so uh, there was a, tr- a teaser trailer on um, on game trailers, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it came up on my YouTube feed. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, that that'll be interesting. I can't remember what the title of the game is, but yeah, it's t- definitely Time Splitters. That's awesome. Yeah, so Cry Engine, I think. So it'll yeah. be from, from those guys. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. That is mm. good news. Hmm. I want. Yeah, didn't. I don't think it said when it was coming, but yeah. You can just see how polished that one is too. Hmm. Yeah, and and how long, like it takes to make, and how many times it gets delayed. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll have that March, April, April twenty seventeen to March twenty eighteen <laughs> release yeah. window. Yeah. It's that good. old release window. Yeah, that old that old window. Mm. The old the old year long window. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. Cool. Uh, anything else? No, I think that's pretty much it. Sick. So uh, yeah, you can uh, you can email us at gameonpodcastis at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also find our website podcastgameon dot com. Uh, check out us on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a new view <coughs> on the uh, over the week. Oh. Uh, I have a feeling I know who it was because uh, <laughs> I had a guy at work <laughs> come up to me uh, who I joke around with a bit. Yeah. Um, came up to me and goes, "Oh, I listened to your uh, your podcast." I'm like, "Oh, did you? Oh, did you now? <laughs> yeah." I was just thinking, how much racist shit did how much, how much racist shit did I say? <laughs> um, <laughs> but now he uh, he just came up. He said, yeah, well, he, he doesn't play video games, but he said it was so a lot of it went over his head. But he said, you know, it was pretty good. And he was asking me about my audio equipment as if it was. I said, I just wear a headset and just just talk. Mm. He goes, I might want to fork out on some uh, stuff because he does um, he he does Movember and he does these crazy Movember. Uh, videos mm-hmm. like the last one he did was um, and I just managed to find it from someone at work he did the uh, Drake um, used to always call me on my cell phone the hotline bling yeah hotline bling um, he did that whole clip and it was <laughs> it was pretty funny uh, <laughs> So I managed to we, we've got these TV screens at work where it displays you know stuff for the agents yeah I managed to get somebody to hack into that and just put that video up on all the screens. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so it was pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway. Uh, so yeah, new view on Facebook, you can find us on there and you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. 
Oh uh, yeah, our SoundCloud is um, soundcloud.com slash game hyphen on hyphen podcast. Cool, so yeah, until next week, game on. Game on. <laughs>